Hello and welcome to episode three of Hammer Time Podcast. I'm your host, Ken. And the title of this episode is What to Look For. Uh, you know, across the board, obviously, we, we get um, weekly, sometimes daily messages asking questions about uh, properties from different investors and real estate agents. Uh, and we, we really try our best to kind of respond back to everyone and say, this is what we're looking at and this is what we can do. And uh, and, and that's that's been the uh, the S on our cape, if you will, from the beginning of the company. Uh, and even prior when Mark and I, uh, my business partner and I, had our own established businesses before we did, developed Humble Hammer. And we did the same thing back then to build a lot of relationships with real estate agents and investors that uh, we were able to kind of show the turnaround, deadlines, quality control, uh, and obviously finished product, which is really important for a real estate agent or for an investor. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, any contractor can speak a good game and say, yeah, I can get it done in two weeks, three weeks. I need this, this, and this. Um, but, you know, you'll know within that first week working with them how they work. Are there guys showing up on time? You know, are they smoking cigarettes, walking around the house? Are they, uh, you know, seem out of it? Do they not seem polite, respectful, dignified? Uh, these are things that were really important for Mark and I developing Hummel Hammer and our subcontractor uh, pool that we pull from for a lot of these specialty items, roofing, foundation, cement work. And, uh, and even though under our umbrella we do these things, uh, a lot of times for our investors and our, and our uh, real estate agents, we will give them our contact guy and let them do it at contractor cost, meaning Humble Hammer makes no profit from it. We're just providing uh, the means to do it. And, uh, and that's never beneficial for us uh, on a financial level, but it's absolutely crucial for us on a trust and verify level. You know, a lot of times with uh, some of our newer real estate agents that are now working with us uh, or even investors, we, you know, a lot of times it's that beginning process. And we always tell the people we work with, like, you know, once we get that first project off our, our plate, um, you're not going to turn back. You're going to stick with us. So uh, we're very proud and we really love our team, number one. That is absolutely priority, number one. And we love the projects that we do. And and, and we're very fortunate enough to, to pick some projects that we want to do and, and avoid some other ones that uh, we do our best to communicate and let investors and real estate know, agents know, hey, this, this may not be the best property uh, for you all because these are some potential hazards. Um, and, and it's never that we bump heads. We just agree to disagree. And I say, you know, best of luck. Here's some other GCs that I know. Uh, they might be able to do it for that price, but they may fall into that that same uh, potential problem for A or B or C. Uh, and, and in many cases, that is the case. And, and this is why we thoroughly walk through properties and thoroughly do 3D renderings and blueprints and architectural engineers and structural engineers. These are all part of what we offer. Um, because we've been there, we've done that, we've, we've gone through the, the ringer in a lot of these cases. Um, and so we want to offer some of that, I don't want to say free advice, because we don't know everything, we're still learning as we grow. <clears throat> like anyone else, like any company, you never know everything, you're, you're always in that continuous um, education uh, mentality. And so for the investor and real estate agents, um, you know, and those who are interested in buying property and flipping it and curious about that, they have some money in their 401k or they have money that they saved up or A or B reason. Um, it's a very simple equation. Find a property to purchase at the cheapest possible price. Do the renovation, rehab or remodeling process at the cheapest possible price and sell the home at the maximum possible price. And 
once you understand the basics of that, then you can look at a home with a realistic set of set of glasses. And um, you know, when you when you're talking about roofs and foundations, you're you're always going to be at the ten thousand mark just to start. You know, and and, and there's seldom that you can find. Um, you know, some cheaper options. It's a little bit of like the back pavement or the back patio concretes kind of dipping a little bit. There's some, some options that you can play with that are a little bit more affordable, but those are some things to really look for, you know, what to look for from a real estate and investor standpoint. Well, the first thing you want to look at as you're walking up to the house is, is there saddling in the roof or are there dips in the roof? Uh, what do the roof shingles look like? Are there good flashing? Um, <clears throat> And then the foundation too, you know, what type of foundation is it? Is it cinder block? Is it, is it a slab foundation, meaning it's all concrete? Um, is it on, you know, two by eights or, 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 you know, whatever the case may be, however the house was built, you want to know what the foundation looks like and is it still solid? Um, and you can go really deep into that. You can go to geological studies and, you know, is the ground soil soft or hard and what's the, you know, expected life uh, level of this side of the house compared to this side, but in a simplistic standpoint, we go, okay, looking at the exterior, um, does it need an updated paint job? How do the windows look? How does the roof look? How does the house look? Is it sagging? Does it look bad? No, good to go. And you walk into the house and as soon as you walk in, I always let, I, I always, from my own experience, uh, tell people, look, start at the floor up from the down, you know, carpets, LVP, laminate, whatever flooring you're looking at. <clears throat> you know, does it have any dips? Does it have anything popping? Do you feel like the, the room kind of tilts to one direction or another? Uh, is there any black mold or does it smell moldy in there? Smell uh, really helps in a lot of these projects when you're walking through them and going, why does it s smell so moldy in here? Uh, and under that carpet, there might be a water leak or something like that. So, you know, starting from the floor up, looking at the baseboards, looking at the drywall, looking at the, the sockets or any of the sockets dark and burnt out, then going up to your window and window trim and caulking. Is that, you know, clean cut? Is there any black mold coming through there? Is it, you know, potentially have any leaks or drips or drywall repair uh, near that, that uh, window? And then work your way up to the walls, the ceilings, and then your light fixtures, etc. And by doing this up and down scan, you're naturally looking for things that are A, uh, necessary to change. You know, are the baseboards good enough where we can just paint them and save some money there instead of replacing all the baseboards? Um, is the current flooring system good enough to uh, either replace or if it's original wood, maybe it's cheaper just to sand and stain it. Uh, maybe it's cheaper to just put carpet in the bedrooms instead of putting LVP throughout. And then uh, understanding, you know, as you're walking through that property, that seller cost, you know, everybody's hoping that if the house is selling for 250, you can get it for 250 or less. And, you know, you walk in the house, you start cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Next thing you know, you walk out of the house after inspecting everything, leaving some items, changing some items, and you're at, let's say, 60000 so a property that's at $250,000 purchase, $60,000 in renovations, you're at $310,000 all in. And hopefully before you've done that, you've done enough research to recognize that <clears throat> part of the necessary discovery components are seeing what the house is next to that house is selling for. Uh, and, and if you're sitting at $310,000 all in, 
and properties are selling for 360 370 you know it, it in in from my experience it wouldn't be worth it because you'd have to pay capital gains you also have to pay the closing costs there's just a lot of things a lot of factors uh involved with that and so you know if you're, if you're trying to um kind of get your feet wet or whatever that's it's a perfect opportunity but really like any other investor would say is you know find me the maximum value without pulling all the value from what i'm putting into it so if i'm putting in my own money if i'm putting in seventy thousand eighty thousand but I know the turnaround is a $450,000 house. Well, now that $310,000 doesn't look so so bad. Um, and there's some profitability there. The tough part is finding these houses on the market. The, the equation I gave you is the most um, wanted, I would say, scenario where you're at, buy a house for two fifty dollars or two twenty, dollars put less than $100,000 in, sell it for four fifty. dollars and uh, but they are out there. The, the difficult part is that everybody on the market, it's a fire market. Everything is on fire. Everything's selling great. Um, things are moving wonderful, especially in the construction field. And um, and so from from a real estate and investor standpoint, you know, what to look for is foundational roof painting, quick, quick tips and flips to, to take care of a house. If the cabinets are not in bad shape, resurface them, put new handles on them. Uh, I always say replace the kitchen sink because they're, they're just haggard, most of them. Um, throw in a couple of new appliances from Sears Outlet. Throw in a couple of, you know, wafer lights if you want to make it a little bit more modern. But if it's a quick flip, maybe just make sure the lighting system is updated. You trace the lines. It's working well. Test the plumbing. Make sure you got enough pressure, hot and cold. Uh, unless, of course, it's a foreclosed home or a home that doesn't have that. Um, and, and from that standpoint, you... You know what you're walking into. You know what the potential risks are. You know what the potential profit is. And uh, and so that's for those who don't understand that process. I guess that's the most easiest layman's terms way I can explain that's, that a uh, subcategory that I was mentioning earlier, that there's two categories I want to touch on. So from the subcategory, that would be the one discussing real estate agents, investors, how Humble Hammer kind of plays into that. Um, you know, like I've said before, we, we spend a lot of time nurturing the relationships. It's a lot of trust and verify. Uh, usually after our first project with our real estate agents uh, and even investors, they go, oh, okay, yeah, no, you guys are good to go. Uh, but it takes that time, you know, and, and we recognize that. Uh, we wouldn't be who we were if we weren't patient and caring and respectful of that. And um, and it's all about, you know, getting everyone else to smiles. And, and I think from a contractor standpoint, when everyone else is happy and smiling, that's the moment that my partner and I can take a moment of, of, uh, of relaxation or breath, if you will. Um, and so on the secondary category, I wanted to quickly touch base on is those who are buying either their first home or second or third or fourth. And in which case, it's a similar scenario where I'd say, um, you know, make sure you ask the <clears throat> real estate agent, has there been any damage to the house that you're aware of? Um, do you know anything about the past people that owned it or rented? Um, you know, any information about it, it's worth asking and any good real estate agent's going to have as much information as possible on that property before they show you. And, um, and I would bring a contract, you know, bring, bring somebody from Humble Hammer or whoever you want, uh, you know, somebody that doesn't charge you to just come out and chit chat and have them look over the house before you purchase it. And, you know, what's important to look for is testing the electrical, testing the plumbing, 
uh, see when you know the last time things were inspected and looked at looking at the electrical panel or the electrical box um, you know looking at the windows looking at at how the kitchen's laid out is it something that you know these people might want to turn around and put money in later on and so as a consumer who's purchasing a home if you can separate the personal connections you have with like oh this you know carpet looks really cute in this room or they did a good job on, on trim or the paint is not my favorite if you look at the bones of it and everything looks solid and there's no leaks it doesn't smell moldy uh, there's no creaks or cracks and the house is, is relatively level if not perfectly level foundations good roof is decent that's a house worth purchasing because all the little things that are going to get done within that house the turnaround the flooring the kitchen remodel all that um, at least the money that you would put into it normally is only going to the things that you want changed and updated if you purchase a home that has any of those challenges I mentioned uh, drippy you know faucet <clears throat> underneath the downstairs bathroom there's a lot of creaking in the living room the floor dips a little bit um, it looks like there's some moisture on the roof you know in the ceiling uh, drywall so that might be a roof leak whatever the case may be now you buy the house for the same as you would have bought the other one with good bones but now you're spending money to fix all those issues that weren't necessarily uh, there for the first property so I'd say if you're buying a home try to look past some of the aesthetic and, and visual things and look more into how do the doors close a uh, big telltale sign of a house that's not level properly is those doors will not close properly um, how does the front door look? How do the lights operate? Um, you know, flush the toilets, turn the water on, and check for sounds and creaking and cracks. Do the, do the walls or any of the drywall have any cracking or fracture lines or anything? Um, and, if you, and if you go into a home that everything seems pretty legit, but it may not look the most beautiful, well, now you know all the money that you will be putting into it it's just going to go to the items that are being changed as opposed to trying to repair or fix uh, prior problems. And which falls into the next category, which I'll quickly jump into. Um, you know, most people buying a home will tell, you know, myself or Mark or whoever they're working with, uh, you know, this is my budget. I have 50000 You know, just because you have 50000 to put into your home doesn't mean that you're going to get that 50000 back in return value for the project you're doing. And what I mean by that is some people buying a home just want to live in it for three or four years and turn around and sell it to someone else and then buy their dream home and get the max value. And in which case, we, we tell them, you know, the Knight's Quartz countertops, the white shaker cabinets, the new hand pulls, all those things add value. Things that don't add value. Um, I say this respectfully, and not because I don't think it adds value in their life or in my life. It adds value to us tremendously as they're a project anyway, and we're grateful for anything we get from any customer. But uh, we have been in scenarios where customers like, no, I want to put X amount of money into a home theater downstairs. Um, and we, you know, do a conversion of a, th a three-car garage into a home theater. And uh, and you, now you don't have a three-car garage. You get a beautiful home theater. But when you turn around and want to sell that in three years, uh, that you may find somebody that finds that tremendously valuable but you know most real estate agents will tell you it it, it loses a lot of value when you lose your garage uh and so putting thirty-five, fifty thousand dollars into a home theater room for a garage probably not 
the best way to return your value in your home if you're selling it. Uh, but the person I'm speaking to knows who I'm talking about if they are hearing this podcast um, and they're staying in their house for the rest of their life. So we're not saying anything negative to them. We're just saying that um, for those who are looking to only be there for three to four years and leave, don't do a project like that or don't do a an in-ground pool with a surround. Like if I could make suggestions and the customer's open to it, I let them know that the, the obvious things are always the best things. The wet room areas, your mud room, your uh, bathroom, your kitchen, your master bath, things that are, um, that add value, true value to the home. Flooring is a big thing. Uh, and then what type of flooring I mentioned, I believe in the first podcast, the difference between laminate and LVP and all these different flooring types. And we found that you can get some really beautiful luxury vinyl plank LVP, uh, for a really affordable rate that has a really good mill layer, uh, and looks great in a home. And you, you, you know, and, and, and so, um, that adds value because you're putting a new flooring system that's waterproofed and looks modern. Um, baseboards, updating your your millwork uh, packages so that all your window trim and door trim all match and is beautiful and painted. Updated the painting is a big part of it. Uh, updating lighting in some cases, some cases not so much. Um, but in many cases, if you want to add a few lights and pop them into a room, you'll definitely create uh, an extra modern vibe to it. So, you know, little quick tips to if you're staying in the home for three to four years and you turn around and, gonna, you know, flip the house and go buy your dream house. And this is just your temporary house in between and you want to fix it up. Take your budget and put it towards your kitchen, your bathrooms, your flooring, your painting, your electrical um, and then work on the other things. If you want your bedrooms all carpeted, if you want new windows, new doors. But um, at the end of the day, those are some quick things that you can do. And for those who are staying long term, the same uh, suggestion would be into that as well. You spend a lot of time in the kitchen, do the kitchen. If you spend a lot of time in a watching movies in a giant theater room, get yourself a home theater. And who cares about your parking? Um, so just food for thought from that standpoint. Uh, home buyer's perspective, what to look for. Look for a house that has good bones, that has good history. Um, you know, talk to your real estate agent about any things that they feel are uh, important to know about from the standpoint of, you know, was there any water damage or, or issues with the house? Did this addition get put on because this side got burnt down? And uh, and those are important questions to ask and also to bring a contractor with you because uh, any good contractor is going to see where some of the wedge points are of a house and seeing where additions were put on. Uh, it's always a, a red flag for me when I see a home that's uh, built, you know, it had some add-ons and uh, because you don't know how that electrical was tied in, you don't know how that plumbing's tied in, um, and that could always be a red flag when purchasing a home, either from an investor standpoint or a new home buyer. Uh, additions built on homes are always a, a exclamation point above my head, if you will. Um, so from those two subcategories, uh, it's important from our standpoint as general contractors to communicate that you don't necessarily need us to be there. If this helps you in any capacity, I really hope that this podcast does help you maybe answer some of those questions. Um, we did have some questions that came through the messages from our last podcast with regards to uh, ways to maintain the house and so forth and what things to look for. Uh, so I'm going to fly through those real quick right off the bat. Get your dryer vents cleaned out. Clean those babies out. It doesn't, doesn't cost a lot. It's well worth it. 
you know, prevents any house fires potentially, uh, but really gets some nice clean air through the house. So vents cleaned out, dryer vent cleaned out for sure. Um, make sure at some point throughout the year, there's free estimates being, you know, handed out like Skittles. Go and get your roof inspected, get your uh, foundation inspected. You know, who cares if nothing else is done? It's the same as going to the dentist and just getting a checkup, making sure you don't have any cavities. So, except this is a lot cheaper and you're getting the same quality, surg you know, surgical uh, precision and quality uh, when it comes to roofing or flooring or windows or whatever. Uh, get your windows checked out once in a while. Window companies love coming out and assessing the whole house. You have X amount of heat efficiency. And, beep, 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 beep. and next thing you know, you get a full printout of, you know, what things to look for. And it's it's cool because you get to map out kind of your next projects. Ooh, they said that the windows should be replaced. How much is that going to cost? Well, bring in a general contractor. See if you can get some contractor rates with installation and blah, blah, blah. Um, so basic maintenance. This is my easiest suggestion to everybody. Go out and get some, go and get some free estimates for stuff in your house that you want done in the future or things that you know will be problematic. Uh, I want to, you know, the only thing I would say that may cost, you know, I'm kind of not that I'm backpedaling is having a plumber randomly come out and just check everything. You know, they, they will have a cost associated electricians. They will have a cost associated, uh, but other things like roofing, um, you know, painting, siding, windows, cement work, foundation work. Uh, there's really a lot of different things, you know, looking at your fence, your deck, whatever. Um, chimney sweepers, these are all free estimates and free things. And, you know, it's like bringing your car to a dealership and just having them giving you the, the breakdown of what should be looked at in the future. Your tires are getting a little bit low. Your roof shingles are a little bit weak. You maybe got five to six more years on that. And now you can plan and you can work with a good contractor, you know, after building a relationship and say, hey, you know what, Sam, in five years, I want to get the roof done. Uh, can we work on a, a profit, you know, um, profitability budget and say, what can I do to get this roof repaired and done for the cheapest quality costs? So when I turn around and sell the house, I have profitability. Um, or if it's just a house that you're living in permanently, then it has nothing to do with profitability. Now it's just about your own home maintenance and making sure that your roof doesn't collapse on your head. Uh, make sure your foundation doesn't start to rock and, and, and move in the middle of the night. Uh, so quick tips and guides on that. Go get yourself some free estimates out there. Go get uh, friendly and, and accustomed and, and next to a good contractor who's honest, who's gonna work hard for you uh, and who cares about you in the long run. You know, business is business, but we are human beings at the end of the day. We're all the same human being, human race. Uh, and we're there to take care of each other and look out for each other. So uh, Humble Hammer motto is the quiet professionals. And, you know, we want to be there in the background, just, you know, kind of guiding you and holding your hand and and you get all the fame and glory and we just walk away as long as you're happy. So um, quick tips and guides. Humble Hammer got your back. If you have any questions about your home, feel free to leave a comment, send a message or reach out to us. Uh, you can find us at www.humblehammers.com. Or you can find us in the search bar on Facebook. It's If you have an Apple phone, it's right on the top. If you have an uh, Android phone, I have no idea. And you just type in the search bar, Humble Hammer LLC. You'll find our Facebook page. Give us a like, give us a share or follow. Uh, we're a small business and we love trying to do what we can in a small way and impact in a big way. Uh, so if you, again, questions, concerns, reach out to us. Uh, from a quick tip, stamp, quick tip standpoint, try to say that five times fast. 
that's all we got from that. And from the real estate standpoint, um, well, give us a ring and we'll walk you through any questions or um, ideas you have about projects. We love doing it. It's a big passion of ours. Um, and that's it. So from a what to look for standpoint for Hammer Time podcast, uh, that's my quick guide. I'm sorry if I, I ran long and deep and uh, talked really fast in certain ways, but none of this is scripted. And these are just kind of thoughts and ideas that uh, populate my mind as I see the trend and um, the waves kind of moving in a certain direction with um, with where the market is right now. So I hope that helped you out. If you have any further questions, give us a call or check us out online. And uh, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to Hammer Time Podcast. Bye-bye.